Hello and a happy new year from myself and Hannah here at Red Dice Diaries. We're going to be answering some of your voicemails in this episode. Okay, so to explain this, although we're at, this is our first sort of produced episode that we've recorded in the new year, we're actually answering some anchor voicemails we received before Christmas. Unfortunately, when we did our previous voicemail episode, there was a bit of an issue with the Anchor app and website, and we weren't able to download these voicemail episodes. But we didn't want you to think that we're not listening and responding to them, so we're going to provide our responses now. So let's get on to our first call in for this episode. Hey, John, Jason here. Really enjoyed your Sword and Sorcery episode. I went back and saw that at some point in the past, I don't know when, I had bought the Black Sword Hack. Um, it's part of the many thousands of titles in my drive through RPG PDF library that I've probably never read. So I didn't even know I had it, but I went and looked. I did. I downloaded it, looked through it, and it's a really cool system. So I don't know if you're going to end up going with that system or not, but basically the Black Sword Hack is using black hack but instead of it using it to emulate D, it's using it to emulate Swordbringer and hawkwind the early chaosium role-playing games so that's very cool and yeah so thank you for pointing that out to me i really appreciate that i hope you are doing well hope you and hannah can podcast together soon and i will talk to you later take care thanks very much jason that was of course jason from nerds rpg variety cast very much appreciated yeah i've read through the black sword hack and i very much like it i'm not sure whether that's going to be the system i finally go for yet because as we all know sort of running a new game depends on time and all various other factors as well as what system you want to use but it's definitely a strong contender so thank you very much yeah good to hear from you and our next call is from joe salvador I haven't called for a while. Uh, I thought I'd call in after listening to your Sword and Sorcery episode. Um, yeah, so obviously I have some thoughts on Sword and Sorcery. But um, the Black Sword hack is real cool. It's real streamlined. Um, I think you dig it. It's more along the lines of, obviously, Elric uh, and that, uh, I don't know, darker uh, Sword and Sorcery, I guess. Um there's another game called Through Sunken Lands, which is based on Beyond the Wall, uh, which you might like that. That's, uh, I guess that's kind of BX related, right? Um, and obviously I'm working on Reaver, uh, which you'd be welcome to look at if you'd like. Uh, so I just wanted to mention a few other authors and books that you might want to look at. Because Sword and Sorcery is a very broad spectrum of, I don't know, interrelated genres like you know sword and planet and stone and sorcery uh you know sword and sandal to my mind these are all basically sword and sorcery with just a little bit of a different bent um but you know howard you leaned heavily into like historical adventure fiction um if you remove the 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 magic from from a, a conan story it's just a historical adventure story right and that i i really like that that's where i lean um but I also like the Gonzo stuff, uh, you know, DCC style of Gonzo or even Ash um, has, you know, weird science fantasy. I dig all that. Yeah, so then a few um, current authors, I guess, that you might want to look at. Scott Odin and Howard Andrew Jones are, are pretty popular. Um, they have some interesting books out. Um, if you look for the Whetstone magazine, um, 
it's free. It's all amateur authors of sword and sorcery. Um, some of whom are being now published in, uh, you know, tales from the magician's skull by Goodman games, uh, all kinds of cool ideas in those. Um, the PDFs are free. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, so you can just download those and have a look. And then also, if you haven't seen Primal uh, by Tartakovsky, uh, it's a fabulous little cartoon, um, Stone and Sorcery. Uh, and then uh, just recent rele- recently released is The Spine of Night, which is just fabulous, man. Um, yeah, hope all is well. I'll talk to you later. Thanks very much, Joe. Some great suggestions there. We'll definitely look into Whetstone and some of the other stuff that you have mentioned there. Great suggestions. Yeah, we'd definitely like to take a look at your setting. I think you said it was called Reva. Yeah, I'd love to have a look at that. Yeah, always of interest to us. And I think Joe makes a very important point that although we sort of think of these fantasy genres as strictly defined, you know, swords and sorcery, mm-hmm. high fantasy, etc., quite often they bleed into each other or they diverge into little sort of minor genres like your swords and sandal and stuff. You've got to think as well the real world technology levels that those are based on. Yeah. Often exist in different parts of the real world at different times. Like oh, yeah, of course, yeah. The ancient Greeks had some steam technology. You know, it. It's not as cut and dry as you might think. No, I mean, we, we, we tend to sort of make it cut and dry because it makes it easier for the artifice mm-hmm. of running a game. But there's, and I mean, I've talked about this a few different times with incorporating like anachronistic elements into games. There's no reason you can't pull on a variety of different sources. And obviously a lot of that is done in literature. I think Joe makes a very good uh, point that the Conan books, if you sort of take the magic out, there are sort of, mythical sort of historical sort of tale you know with sort of like Hyboria or whatever it is is supposed to be like in the mythic past and I also really love that albeit it's a fictional past you know Mm. but I still like that it has that sort of feeling of like history about it and that's what I like about things like Lord of the Rings you know it feels like they've got a big historical sort of vibe to it I'm not a history scholar by any means but I love that feel of like you're stepping into like an ancient world that's been around for like giggity bajillion years but I think Joe's got a little bit more to say on the subject. Take it away, Joe. Hey, man. Also take a look at Sword and Soul. Um, the uh, creator of the genre, uh, Charles Saunders, he passed away last year, sadly. Um, but he left two characters, um, Imaro and Dusuye, um, both, uh, you know, African heroes. Um, he writes in a fantastic version of Africa with all kinds of, you know, really great research and, and, um, African cultures presented. Um, and it's, you know, uh, Sword and Soul is continuing. Um, it's under, um, I can't remember the name of the publishing company, but it's run by, um, Milton Davis is the fellow's name. Um, and he's doing a great job. Uh, there's two, um, inexpensive anthologies out called Griots. Uh, it's G-R-I-O-T-S. Um, definitely worth picking up on Kindle, man. All right, I'll talk to you later. Again, to echo our previous answer, some great suggestions there, mm-hmm. and we will definitely look into those. Thank you very much. We always appreciate people sending suggestions in. Yeah, that one does sound quite cool. Yeah, well. something a bit different. I can see we're going to have uh, some additional <laughs> fiction to read up on, which is all good because I'm always looking for some interesting new books to read. And like Joe says, a few of these definitely sound worth picking up on my Kindle. So I would definitely give that a look. Right, now let's see who our next caller is. 
Hey, John, that was an awesome episode of Smoke and Snow. I particularly loved the uh, the crow sounds that you had in the background of the first part of the adventure when they were dealing with the uh, the undead woman in the pool and everything. There was a bunch of crows in the background. That was dope because I got a bunch of crows in my neighborhood, which I totally love. And yesterday I was walking around and I heard the crows in my neighborhood. Plus I heard the crows on your episode and I was just surrounded by crows and it ruled. Thanks, man. Peace out. That was, of course, Joe from the Hind Sightless podcast. Thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed the, the latest episode of Smoke and Snow. Yeah, using sound effects and such like is something I'd like to get into a lot more. A friend of mine, um, Simon Weber, he's really good at doing that. He's got like, loads of CDs and sound effects queued up, and he knows them all sort of backwards, mm-hmm. so he can dead easily like flick to the appropriate sort of theme or anthem for a particular bit of his games and it really adds a lot to them i'm nowhere near as proficient at it as he is but i've started to sort of dip my toe into finding sort of like theme music and the odd sound effects that i can throw in so i'm really glad that's uh paying off for people and i do think it adds a bit to the game like we've had um giant bats and stuff like that we've had like rats and so when the players hear the sort of sound effect they know something's getting closer and it adds an extra element which as well as my descriptions it's not just me constantly going like all the rats or whatever are getting closer they can just hear the sound effect getting Mm -hmm. louder and they know what's going on and it's just an extra little tool to the gm arsenal albeit it's one i'm not massively proficient with but I'm trying to get better at using it, and I'm glad it's paying off. So thank you very much for your message. Dude, I love you to pieces. You know that. But (laughs) you keep talking about how I say that Charm Person is a super powerful spell. What I say over and over and over again is that it's a super powerful first-level spell. (laughs) That's the caveat, right? Uh, It is the most powerful first-level spell there is uh, in any edition of D&D. I, I guarantee it. There is no other spell that gives permanent mind control at first level. Again, first level. Not every level. First level. All right. Back to listening. John, did you start an argument with Joe from Hindsightless about charm spells? Um, to, to be honest, I don't remember doing that. But given the fact that thanks to the glories of epilepsy, my short-term memory is incredibly poor, it's entirely possible. I did say <laughs> something about charmed person. I, d- I remember there being a general discussion going on. I don't remember weighing in myself. It's perfectly possible I did. But I've got a- apologies to uh, apologies to Joe. I honestly don't remember if I did. But um, yeah, everything Joe says there sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah, Charm person is a very powerful spell for first level. Not going to deny that. You can bring hordes of people onto your side. So, yeah. Ap- apologies <laughs> if I did start a, start an argument about that. I don't remember it, but it's entirely possible. But either way, thanks for calling in. Much appreciated. Merry Christmas to you and Hannah, John. I hope you two are having a wonderful day, getting a chance to relax and unwind, spend some time together, spend some time with friends and family. Yeah, I hope that 2021 ends real nice for you and that 2022 brings you all nothing but the best. And I look forward to some more episodes featuring the both of you because 
I just love listening to you two together. It just makes me happy. Anyway, have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, and we'll speak soon. Peace out. Thanks very much, Joe. Obviously, we'll be sort of like responding to this a little bit after Christmas due to the anchor up being wiggity wank. But uh, in all seriousness, thank you very much, dude. The, the sentiment's greatly appreciated. I hope you and all your family had a great Christmas. And all our other listeners as well. Yeah, we hope you all had a great Christmas and have a great new year as we move on into whatever 2022 holds for us. And last but by no means least, we have another message from Jason, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Take it away, Jason. Hey, Hannah and John. It was great hearing some episodes from you guys again, two in one day. Great holiday present there from you. Thank you very much. It was, like I say, it was great hearing you. John, thank you so much for that idea with faction dice. Just rolling the dice with the different size dice for different size factions. I'll have to get you to flesh the out maybe how you're doing that. I've got an idea what you're saying, but maybe I'm kind of slow and stupid, so maybe a little more direction would help me. But, yeah, I love that idea, and I'm going to need it for a game I'm getting ready to start. So I appreciate that. But I wish both of you happy holidays. Uh, hopefully things will slow down a little bit for you in the new year. And I look forward to following what you do and interacting with you guys. So take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks very much, Jason. I can't take any credit for the um, faction system. It was something I read on like, a blog post as I was trawling through many different blog posts on the internet. So unfortunately, I can't remember where I saw the original post, but I may try and find it or flesh it out a little bit more. Yeah, it'd be a nice one to pick to like do a bit of world building with. Yeah, we would maybe do an episode on it if I could find the original blog post. Obviously... I'd love to give credit to the original person who did it, so I'm going to have a look for that and see if I can Mm -hmm. find it and maybe sort of flesh out how I'm going to use that in my Smoke and Snow game going forward. Thank you for the best wishes. We're hoping things will settle down a little bit and we we've been talking today actually you know about what sort of episodes we want to do going forward and how often we're going to do episodes and whatever so hopefully we'll get to a more regular schedule in the new year and we can start putting episodes out again more regularly because we do enjoy recording them together it's a good fun thing for us to do together and i vastly prefer it when i've got hannah here with me because it's nice to have someone to talk to rather than it just me be me talking into a microphone and you get different viewpoints and stuff like that so i really think it adds a lot of value to the podcast but i hope you had a great christmas jason and you continue to have a great new year and as we said previously the same goes to all of our listeners so that's it for this voicemail episode just catching up on the last few anchor ones we received before christmas as we say we hope you all have a great new year moving into 2020 and hopefully we'll be able to put out our next episode fairly soonish so until then take care stay safe and whatever game you're playing have fun happy new year Thank you.